thank you all for your patience with my family. Um, you never know when your kid's gonna pull a booger out in front of the internet. So, um, Merry Christmas. Uh, <laughs> so, Cash, who's my three-year-old, um, uh, over the so we're we're the the family that one this year we converted to a fake Christmas tree. So, I don't know if you've done that yet or not. You should pull the trigger. It's awesome. Okay, there's a remote that turns it on and off. It's unbelievable. You don't have to crawl around and put water in places. It's amazing. Uh, the other thing that we did is we put our Christmas tree up before Thanksgiving. It's kind of weird. Didn't really know how to feel about it. I'm not opposed to it though. I could continue to do this. So the reason I tell you that is because uh, the first probably week or two that we had the Christmas tree up, there, there were no presents under it. Um, but we started putting presents under the tree probably the first of December. And the, the way that our, our home is set up, cash comes downstairs. And when you turn and come downstairs, uh, the, the Christmas tree's right in front of you. So you see it. And so cash gets up pretty early and he comes downstairs. You can hear his feet coming downstairs and he always stops right before he can see you and kind of like leans around the corner. See, he's just like, who's there? Um, but he started doing this thing where when he gets down, he, he gets to the bottom of the stairs and he goes, Daddy, do we get to open presents today? I'm like, no, buddy, it's Halloween. We don't get to open presents uh, <laughs> unless you work at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I love Cracker Barrel, no shame there. Um, and so every day for weeks, he is coming downstairs and he gets to the bottom of the stairs. Daddy, is today, is today the day? Do we get to open presents today? Because he has no, he's three, he has no concept of time, you know? Um, nobody, today's not the day. And so this morning, uh, I, I was sitting downstairs. Uh, he came downstairs and, and he sit on the couch and he gets up on my lap and he's talking to me. And I said, hey, hey man, t tonight we're gonna get to be uh, at church and we're gonna, you're gonna get to go on stage with me and we're gonna tell people about Jesus being born. And he goes, and then what? <laughs> and I said, then we're probably gonna go to Nanny and Pops and eat some food, then what? We're gonna go home and go to sleep, then what, Daddy? I said, well, tomorrow's Christmas. And he said, and what do we do on Christmas? <laughs> And I'm holding him, I'm laughing, I went, and I'm, you know, I'm a pastor, I'm trying to tell him Christmas not about presents, but he's three, Christmas is about presents. And I said, we get to open presents, and he goes, oh, yeah, just like that, it was awesome. And so he's been anticipating for weeks opening presents. Imagine anticipating for generations every promise that God had ever, been, had ever made to you being fulfilled. He's three, he's waiting on presents. Imagine stories being passed down through your family of this, this idea that a man, that God was gonna come to earth through, a savior was gonna come to fulfill hope, to create faith, to give unshakable joy Imagine the anticipation that went on for years, decades, centuries, waiting on Christ. And then it's fulfilled in an instant. It's the day. It's the, oh man, <laughs> finally, yes, he's here. And that's what's felt by Mary, by Joseph, when they're interacting with the angel by the shepherds when the angels show up, hey, I got some good news for you. 
Today's the day. It's unbelievable. And so think, think about this. This is, this is the day, John 1, 4 through 5. In him was life. This day was life. And life was the light to men. A dark world received light on this day. The light shines in darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. The day had come where darkness was no longer reigning, where darkness, darkness no longer had say, where the light of the world, the son of God, the fulfiller of hope, the prince of peace, the creator of faith, he's here. And so with that, we light the Christ candle. So on this day, you know, Jesus is born as a baby and he, he grows up and there's stories documenting him as a boy in the temple and then he, he grows into a man and he calls the disciples and he, he starts his ministry and then he, he goes to the cross and ultimately dies as a, as a sacrifice for our sins, giving us the opportunity and then defeating death and giving us the opportunity through his sacrifice to be reconciled to God, for our sin to be covered, for us to be made righteous in God's eyes. God, Jesus gives us all of that. It's the gospel. And um, all of our hopes of everything in the world, all of our hopes in our heart would be met with a yes in Jesus. And so I, I remember for me, um, I remember for me when this happened, I remember for me when I recognized that, uh, that I was a sinner. God, I hope I don't light my journal on fire. That I was a sinner and I needed a savior. I was in the fifth grade. I was going to St. George Baptist Church which is in Orangeburg County, close to Bolin Town. It's everything you would imagine it to be. And I remember, I remember the gospel being preached. And I remember realizing my heart was dark and that I was a little kid that didn't have any hope. I remember that. And I can remember time and time again throughout my 20 plus year journey of following Jesus, of him illuminating dark parts in my heart and bringing in the light that could not be defeated and push back darkness and then revealing something to me that reminded me of his character and how good he was. I remember those things. And if you've experienced the light of Jesus, you remember those things too. You remember the times that Jesus showed you something that you had never seen before and it was like, oh man, finally. Right? You remember him coming through when you didn't have any hope. You remember him building your faith through something you would have never chosen, but looking back on it, you wouldn't change it. You remember having joy. I remember, I remember having joy in a hospital room after, Terry, you remember? We, at, we asked God, we had lost a child, we're in a hospital room, we had asked God, we need joy in this moment. We laughed for two hours leading up to surgery, Right? And I remember, I remember Christ being a light in darkness time and time and time again. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to pull your candle out. And if you're, if you got a bag when you came in, if you're, if you're moms and dads, you can get those bags out now. And, and kids, don't break them yet. Don't break the candles yet. Hold on to them. But here's what I want you to do if you're able. If my, my wife currently is not able because 
coping cash or doing whatever they're doing. But if your kids are older, like Trevor's kids, y'all can enjoy this. We, we can enjoy it too. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to recall all the times that Christ has been light for you. All the times that he's been light in different situations. All the times that he has fulfilled something. If you've given your life to Jesus, I want you to recall being dead and Christ breathing life into you. Maybe at some point you were in bondage to some sort of sin, some sort of lie that the enemy had told you. And through Christ you gained freedom. That light has pushed that darkness out. Father, we just thank you. We thank you that you sent your son to be the light of the world, the light to the world. Thank you for the freedom that you give us in Christ. Thank you for the freedom that the Holy Spirit creates. Father, thank you that today is the day, the day that we've been waiting for, the oh man, yeah day. God, thank you. We thank you. We ask that in these next few moments, uh, as we light candles across the room, God, that we would be reminded as we light our candle the time that you lit our hearts through Jesus. So ushers, uh, if you're helping light candles, you can, come, you can come down front. I know we got a couple folks that are gonna come down here. And this is going to take just a moment. And listen, that's okay. Sometimes it's good to slow down and think about how good God's been. And so, Cliff, I'm going to light you right there, brother. Before you go anywhere, Cliff, I need to say this. We have insurance. <laughs> if you have an oxygen tank, please be careful. If your hair is made of polyurethane, or some other substance, or just normal hair, please be careful. If your mask is made of paper or cloth, please be careful. We're gonna be careful. I'm also gonna give you some very specific instructions when the time comes to blow them out so that you're not spitting all over the person's head in front of you. Now we can start lighting candles. So this is, this is gonna, again, this is gonna take just a moment. And as you light your candle, if you don't mind just standing up once it's lit. There you go, Tom. You're not quite as tall as he is, Jay. There you go. And then once yours is lit, you can turn around and help light the people around you. Liz, you want to come on out and I'll light yours? Stay away from your hair. Not an issue I have to worry about. And kids, if you've got yours, you can go ahead and break them. I hear them snapping. Look at that. Great job. 
all over the room. You can turn around and light the folks behind you too. Don't light the fake ones, yeah. Don't light the fake candles on fire. All right, I'm going to read this, and then we'll sing Silent Night, correct? This is John 8, 12. Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So let's reflect on the light of the world as we sing together.